accomplishments at a three-point challenge during the workday, mid, like, early evening workday at that. Why was the why was the skills challenge and the three point challenge at like four o'clock p.m.? The average person, the average fan, isn't home from school. The average young fan's probably not home from camp or being with their parent or any of the above. So it's like you guys clearly didn't market or care about viewership numbers. In that regard, you clearly didn't. You clearly didn't because your viewership for those can't be very high. I was I, I was on Twitter and tweeting about this because I was like, oh, I don't know what time it starts. I assumed because it's Friday, it wasn't until like eight, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, eight thirty, somewhere in that range. That's what I assumed would be the time because it's Friday, Friday. Long behold, when I go on there, I see the WBA pre-show. And it's talking about the WBA skills challenge and three-point challenge. And I'm like, bro, it's really <laughs> mid-evening, starting at 4 p.m. And I'm on Twitter, and I'm talking to other people on Twitter, and we're like, the average person's not off work. Kathleen Ingleborg, please make that make sense. Because the math ain't mathing. The math is not mathing with this. You have it. So, the WNBA skills challenge and three-point challenge is just at 4 p.m. You probably got maybe not even one-fourth of the viewership you could have got had it been later in the day. And then, you know, i trying to remember. It was on ESPN2, I believe it was, and not even regular ESPN. Like, either way, people's going to watch it, but... I think you guys got more viewership on the skills challenge and the three-point challenge through the WNBA app on the replay than you got viewership of people watching it live. And that is a problem. That's a problem for me right there. You clearly did not think about putting it at a time that was suitable for more eyes, more viewership. Like, everybody's crying, saying, WNBA needs more eyes, they need more eyes, they need more viewership, they need more this. You cannot get these things if the WNBA is doing things that's counterproductive. And having... The skills challenge and three-point challenge at the time that it was is counterproductive. Counterproductive. It's counterproductive. It is. Um, why can't the WNBA be a three three-day weekend kind of like the NBA? The NBA has what a celebrity game, 
Friday. Celebrity game Friday. Um, Saturday has the skills challenge, three point challenge, and the rookie versus the world. Rookies versus the world, or however they did it this past season. That's all on a Saturday. And then Sunday, the main All-Star game. WNBA could do the same thing. You can do the same thing and mimic the NBA. You could Friday have... You could do your own celebrity game. You really could. You could do a celebrity game. You have so many celebrities that pop out, whether they're actual influencers, um, analysts, movie actors and actresses, um, players from other sports. Like, you could do a celebrity game for the WBA for Friday. Then... Saturday, y'all can have a rookie versus sophomore game. Y'all did a rookie sophomore game like years ago. Like, this could have been a perfect year that y'all could have did a rookie versus sophomore game. Because you got some talented rookies this year. Well, you could have had Leo Boston. You could have had Zaya Cook. You could have had Grace Berger. You could have had Jordan Horston, um, Maddie Segris. Like, you could have had a real good uh, rookie team. And a sophomore team would have been what? Ryan Howard, Alyssa Smith, um,. Nas Hillman. I I would have to like really go and look beyond them. But you could have did a rookie sophomore game. That that in my opinion would have drew some people to come. It would have drew people to come. Like that was a missed opportunity. It was a missed opportunity right there. Like, you, you really could have capitalized on that. Aaliyah Boston being one of the biggest uh, stars as far as the WBA in her, in her rookie season could have capitalized on that. You could have had that to open up. Open up Saturday. Then you could have went into your skills challenge and your three-point challenge for Saturday. Decided the all the big all star game. Like I don't know if it's the marketing, the money. I don't know specifically what it is, but we could have a three day weekend with WBA All Star. And let's talk about the skills challenge and the three point challenge. So, skills challenge. You had team aces, which was Kelsey Plum and. Chelsea Gray. Team Liberty was Slutty and Sabrina Nescu. Um, who else? T- 
team fever. I believe it was Kelsey and Aaliyah Bosner. And then team Team Dream, you had Leisha Lisa Gray and Cheyenne Parker. And then Team Wings was Arike and uh Satu. Now the way that, that the the setup of the skill challenge is just like yeah. That's okay, yeah. You know, it's cool. It's cool, but it's like it really don't grab no attention. And then, you know, you have to make certain shots in order for it to go on. So it's just, it's just weird to me. Some things within, like the skills challenge, just wasn't eye-catching, eye-grabbing, you know, I think most watched it because just the players that was in it, but, like, looking at the course in itself, which was like, eh, okay, cool, that's what it was, um, salute to Chelsea Gray helping teammates this win, her and, her and Plum Dog. Um, then eventually we went into the three-point contest. Contestants for the three-point contest, you had, from the Connecticut Sun, you had Dijanae Carrington. From, from, uh, Indiana, the Fever, you had Kelsey Plum, the, the Wings, you had Enrique. Um, far as the Aces, you had Jackie Young. Um, the Liberty, the Liberty had Sabrina Inescu. The Storm had Sammy Wickham. Um, these days started it off, you know, they had to kick it off. She ended up at 18, it was cool. It was cool. Um, I already knew when it got to... Sammy Wickham and Sabrina, like, they was going to turn up. I already know it. I already know it. Like, the catch to the setup is that, depending on how you shoot the ball, like, it's going to take you a little bit longer. Like, if you watched it, you notice with, um, like, Jackie Young. Jackie Young had to grab the ball, stand there, and get into how she normally shoots it. So it took a couple more seconds. The same for um, Kelsey Kelsey Mitchell. Had to get the ball, bring it across her, get into her shooting stance. So that took some seconds off. Because, like, in a game, you just cross over or step back and bam, into the shot. It's different than having to, like, reach across you to your side and grab the ball and get into your shooting motion. It, it's totally different. So, um, that that was something to notice. Um, Sammy Wickham shoots a three very well. So I already knew she was going to end up going to the finals. And then... 
uh, Sabrina won the skills challenge last year, but lost it this year. So I was like, three point time, Sabrina gonna put niggas on. It's gonna put people on notice. She's gonna put people on, on notice with it. And then her making twenty straight threes, like, was crazy. That was crazy. Um, one thing I didn't like that I saw on Twitter was that people were saying that Kelsey Plum was hating on Sabrina Unesco, but was on her on her face when she was on her face when she won the three point challenge. Now let, let's talk about that because that was not the case. That was not the case. Somebody on Twitter mentioned about Sabrina Unesco being on the 2K cover. And and Kelsey Plum was saying that Asia Asia should have got Asia could have been should have been on the cover. Nothing wrong with her saying that. Nothing wrong with her saying that at all. So so the person was like, Oh, you was hating on uh Sabrina Nesky when she won a three point contest. And like you was all in her face now she won a three point contest. That wasn't the case. You can Say you're fr- you feel as though your teammate should have been on the cover, and a lot of players said it. It should have been Asia. It could have been Asia. It could have been Stewie. It could have been Jewel Lloyd. You know. So the goal at Kelsey Plum for which she's saying it was nothing negative though. Not negative at all that she said or did. Like, beat you choosing when y'all want to go at people about things. It's crazy to me. It really is. It's crazy to me. Um, um, Sabrina Nessu got the record for that. She has the record for three-point challenge. Now, I think even more than even more than Ali Quickly. And then she has the nerve to call out Steph Curry for a shootout. All fun and all fun. I wouldn't mind saying it. I wouldn't mind saying it. If they can set that up, that during WNBA weekend, whoever wins far as the men's game comes and battles whoever wins far as the women's. That would be a little friendly competition. I would be for that, so I'm not opposed to it. Um, that was cool. That was cool. Like, I still think rookie versus sophomore game would have made, could have made, even if we was going to still stick with a two-day weekend, that still would have made Friday even better at a rookie sophomore game. Or USA versus the world game. Like, like, salute to all your first-time WMA All-Stars, too. Um, Kelsey, Kelsey Mitchell, Cheyenne Parker, Alicia Gray, Uzi McGlure, Leah Boston, um, who else? 
Nafisa Collier. Was she a freshman? No, she's not a freshman. Um, like all your like the first year players enjoyed themselves. Um, some funny moments during the All Star game was uh, Neca got the <laughs> rebound over Rike. It was holding it up. That Rike couldn't get it. That was hilarious. Uh. Brittany Griner doing commentary during the game with the microphone and picking up playing defense. That was hilarious. Talking about people missing shots. BG with the dunks was with some good moments. Um, BG dancing behind Kathy Engelbert was hilarious and then turned around and hugging her. That was hilarious. It was. Um, Juloy breaking the record for most points scored in the WNBA All-Star Game at 31 was fired. Kelsey Plum had the chance to break the record, just didn't do it. Um, that, like, it was cool. Team Stewie beat Team Wilson this time. Whatever their bet was. Um, it's all good. I think it's all good. But, you know, it was, I give it a C at best if I'm grading this All-Star Weekend. It was, it was okay. It was okay. And then let me talk about these, these uh, WMA All-Star jerseys. You had, like, the theme for, like, the last two, three WMA All-Star games have been black and orange. Black and orange. This time it went more so like a black, orange, and gray. For that was a uh, Team Wilson, and then Team Stewie was like an orange and creamsicle like color. So they called themselves the Creamsicles. It was cute. It worked, but it's like the design of these jerseys. It's getting less and less. Like y'all put the effort to them. That's what it's getting to be. Y'all are not putting forth any effort, it seems like. Somebody needs to take the time and really design the WNBA All-Star jersey. No wonder they eventually hit on sale. I don't see nobody buying them. Then, Kathy Ingberg, I'm really upset with this one. You knew Kaylani was going to perform for halftime. How dare y'all have it that it goes to commercial that we only got to see her perform like one and a half songs? Why? Why did y'all do that? But the other year when Tiana Taylor performed, we got to see the whole performance. Like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing here? It's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. Like, we picking and choosing what the fans and the viewers get to see. You knew having Kaylani as the performer, people was going to want to watch that. Why not make it that the, like, we could watch it? It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, like, salute to, uh... Uh, Leah Boston, her fellow Gamecocks, the the friend.
Lisa, Leticia, it was there, Bria, Henny, uh, Destiny Littleton was there. Like, they popped out for Aaliyah for All-Star Weekend. That's love right there. Um, you also had, like, three of your, your top college players at All-Star Weekend. You had Cameron Brink, Deja Kelly, and Helly Van Leaf sitting right courtside together. Like, when I say NIL money different, like, college is different with this NIL. They be, like, Deja Kelly be everywhere. Like, she really be everywhere. I ain't even gonna front. She's, like, everywhere. Like, whereas I see a lot of teams and players are together already doing this, doing that. She, she, she outside. Same with Angel Same with Flage. You know, I know Flage trying to get to everything prior to, like, the season starting back up and you know, certain things she can't do. So I get it. They was at the ESPYs, along with the team. Salute to Adrian Reese. Went in the ESPY for a breakthrough player. Fire. And she looked beautiful in her gold gown. Like, she looked amazing. Um, same goes for Flage. Flage looked beautiful in her purple. Um... Angel Bar, her mother, that was dope. She got to share the moment with her. You know, I expect big things for LSU this coming season. With the players that y'all brought in, and Anisha Morrow, and Hedy Van Liff, and then the freshmen, Michaela Williams, Aaliyah Del Rosario, and uh, Angelica. Like, I look forward to seeing how you mesh who you're bringing back with who you're bringing in. Now, if I got to do a prediction for who I think LSU starting five will be, Angel at the five, Venetia at the four, um... I got Falaje probably playing the three this year. Falaje or Michaela Williams playing the three. And Heather Van Liff at the point. That's probably going to be the starting five. And I think Michaela Williams and Falaje can, like, interchange with that. Or, um... I can't forget about Katari Poole. But I think within that lineup, she comes off the bench. Either way, she's still going to play major minutes. It don't matter. But unless you is going to be a team to keep your eye on. Um, UConn's going to be a team to keep your eye on with Paige Beakers being back healthy. Paige Bud being healthy. Um, Ice Brady being healthy this year, me and play. Y'all bringing in KK Arnold's. Um, Aaliyah Evans hopefully picks up where she left off. Same for Nick Mule, same for 
uh, Aubrey Griffin. Like, UConn is going to be a team you're going to have to wreck with. I like what Don's doing for South Carolina. She got uh, Malaysia for Wally. Lay with the butter. She got uh, Paolo, Tania Paolo from Oregon. Like, I think this is a big year for Raven Johnson, um, Bree Hall, Sanaya Fegan, and um, Camilla Cardoza. After winning her gold for Ashfiva, I want her to bring that back to South Carolina and dominate this season. I think that's going to be, like, that was a confidence boost for her. Winning the goal versus USA, that's major. Um, they gonna be fire. Um, you still gotta watch UConn. I mean, uh, UNC for Deja Kelly. Still gonna watch UNC for Deja Kelly. I'm gonna watch Ole Miss for um Kennedy Todd Williams since she transferred there along with Madison Scott. Um, Notre Dame, see how um, Olivia Miles comes back from the knee injury. Her and Hanan Diago, I think that's how you pronounce her last name. That's going to be a fire backcourt. Um, see what KK Brancher does this season. Uh, Citron, you know, Notre Dame is going to. Be a team to watch. Gotta watch Maryland. Um, Jakia Brown Turner transferred from North Carolina State to come home for us, Maryland. Her and um, Cheyenne Sellers and Lavender Briggs and Faith Mazzonis like to see what they can do this year together with no Diamond Miller. Um, like women's. Like, college basketball is going to be lit. Jada, Jada Williams and uh, Bria couldn't have far as Arizona. Got to watch them. Juju Watkins at USC is going to be fire. I need to also watch um, high school basketball, number one player. Jelani Cambridge is transferring to Malverde. Like, she's a walking bucket. I'm hoping she can try to talk Zam Jones into coming with her. That would be major. That would be a fire backcourt for them. You know? But I think I think Zam's only sophomore. Sophomore. You know? So, I think... I don't know about that one, but that would be fire if Malverde get can get both. Still gotta watch uh, Sierra Canyon for uh, McKinley Randolph. Um, need to figure out what high school Shaq's daughter is going to, so I can watch her also play Mirror. Um, I don't know what school. Gilbert Arena's daughter goes to either as far as high school, but I definitely want to be able to watch her. Um, 
as it stands, they didn't have a Joy Burn Classic game for this past year. 